Hey everybody and welcome to another Quest for Pixels conversation. It's Playground Chat all grown up. Today is Wednesday, February 28th, 2018, and this is episode 24. I'm one of your hosts, Tony Baker, and I'm joined by, as always, Sheldon Benedict. What's up, what's up, what's up? And my main man, Mike BC. What up? Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what day it is? It's it, not Wednesday. It, well, it, it, is Wednesday. Is, it is Wednesday. It's hump day. Hump day. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Normally, people are saying that to me on a day that's not Wednesday, so I have to tell them it's not Wednesday. This but time, we Wednesday. tricked you. Got you. Yeah, because we are recording late. We are recording late by a couple days. Tony, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Excellent. I'm feeling good. Excellent. How about you guys? Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hyper tonight. A lot better oh, than last did. night. A lot better than Monday night. <laughs> so it actually worked out pretty good. Yeah, I was not feeling it yesterday either. I was not in the mood at all. I started drinking a little too early, and then <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm kind of tired now. Well, that's what happened <laughs> so to I started, on Monday. <laughs> started to drink a couple more beers, and I'm like, this isn't working. <laughs> this is not how alcohol works. So oh. that's why nobody was upset at me last night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, this is the best I've felt in four days, and I still feel like crap. Damn. Oh, no. Are you heavily medicated tonight? No. Well, oh. I've got cold medicine in me, but that's about it. Well, that's a start. <laughs> so, how's everybody's week been going? Wonderful. What'd you guys do? I bought a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> when did you, when have you not I spent a say, lot? This, this is news to who? All right. So, I actually, okay, so the first thing I'm super excited for that I just got today, because I got the okay, is a, <laughs> it's the Earthbound, well, Mother, the Mother 2, um, daily planners and they're from japan and the guy that made i can't remember his name but the guy that made mother or like was the lead on mother actually designed the the cases for the um for the planners and tony you might have to correct me but i think he actually makes the planners too like i think that's his business i can't remember yeah i think but... i think i remember reading that he was like either heavily involved in it or it was like actually his business <laughs> yeah but either way, I got one of those, so that'll be here probably in a week or so, a couple weeks. So that was the, the, the really exciting thing I got today. But um, I had pre-ordered Bayonetta. I got, I pre-ordered the, um, what was it called, the Climax or Climatic or whatever, <laughs> the Climax version from Europe. The sexy version. The super sexy version. But um, Europe screwed that up and didn't send it. So I had to, I had to, um, well, I tried picking it up at Walmart and, and, uh, the guy, like he told me, so I walked in, saw it was on the shelf and I asked the dude, um, if they had any copies of it in the back. So he did his little scan thing. He's like, Oh no, but our truck comes in at eight o'clock tonight. So just stop back by and we should have it out. It's like, all right. So you waited by the back where so... the truck comes. Put on your ski <laughs> mask. six well, hours. Well, the funny thing is, is I saw the truck We because we went out to eat, and I saw the truck. So I was like, well, you know, I'll give them an hour. You know, that way they can find it on the truck and bring it to me. So I went back there, and I, you know, found the guy again and asked him, and he just kind of stared at me like blank. And he's like, um, well, I don't, I don't know. Um, I guess it should be here. And he just kind of stood there. And I was like, well, can you go look? 
and he wasn't very happy with me. But he disappeared for a half hour, and the the guy that was filling in for him while he was looking for my game did not know what he was talking about. And there was this lady, and she just bought a um, 3DS, and this guy was like trying to explain to her like all the different games. Like she was kind of asking, you know what games should I pick up and this and that. So I ended up walking over there because I heard him recommending uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force to her. So mm. I went over and I shut that shit down quick. <laughs> and I Doing started the pointing. Lord's work. <laughs> so I started pointing out a bunch of games and whatever. Well, the guy finally came back. He's like, yeah, we don't have it. And I was like, whatever. So I got on Amazon and pre-ordered it because I'm me. So I got Bayonetta. And it had this really cool... I'm really happy I got this one physical because it has an awesome, like, reversible cover. And I got the both Amiibo because... I, I don't know. <laughs> because I wanted them, I guess. And they were both available. So I got the Player 1 Amiibo and then I had to import the Player 2 Amiibo, but I did get it for normal price. And the, the one that was on the American uh, Amazon was, like, double price. So I got that one and I'm going to unbox this really quick. But I also picked up Cave Story when I was at Walmart um, yesterday. I yeah, for an incredible price, too. Yeah, so they had it in the bargain bin. And it was marked down, like, so the original markdown was $29. And they had it in the bargain bin for $9.99. So I picked what? up, yeah, so I picked up the physical edition of Cave Story. And here's the super sexy Bayonetta with her. For those listening awesome. at home, she is doing an erotic pose. And, and it is an amiibo on a stand. <laughs> Um, also, this one was on sale too. I picked up um, Radiant Historia, the special edition, and this one was marked down to $29.99 because it was originally like a $39.99 game because of the, the special edition. So I will open this one up too. But uh, um, it was a really good day for sales. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're Walmart. <laughs> I know. I was like, how come my Walmart never has any good deals like that? Well, dude, I don't even know why they. I mean, they had all sorts of games in that bargain bin. Like, they had. Um, there was a bunch of PS4 games. Like, I can't remember which one it was I was looking at. But I think the real story is Sheldon walked into the Walmart, blacked out, and came to <laughs> and had all these games in his hands and uh, blood everywhere. No. So this Radiant Historia, it's the perfect chronology. I can't say that word. Chronology. Chronology. <laughs> chronology. It comes with these stickers. So if you're watching on the uh, the YouTube's, you can see these stickers. Also on they the like Twitches. They like chibi looking. Yeah, they're like chibi uh, sort of characters, kind of like um, the Dragon Hunter or Dragon or Dragon Hunter um, Monster Monster Hunter, Hunter stories. Stories. They also came with an art book. So there's that one. Nice. Oh, you cool. love your special editions too, right? I love special editions. I'm I'm a sucker for them. And then it came with... a useless crap with your game? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, very much so. I like physical things. They make me that's all why you warm need a and bigger fuzzy house. inside. Exactly. And that's why I'm getting a bigger house. <laughs> with my very own room <laughs> to put all my stuff and crap. <laughs> so, and then there's the game. I don't think the game has anything in the box. But, um, yeah, so I picked that up. Um, I've never played it but it looks like something I'd be into. But I got to find the time because it's a pretty deep RPG. So I'll, That's be, what I've heard. I'll be playing that one. Um, yeah, and other than that, I played some uh, Dragon Quest Builders. I got a little bit farther into that game. And also, Tony started playing Monster Hunter World online with me, and that was yep. fabulous. And Mike also got Monster Hunter World. So that's that's been that's been my week. 
kind of busy. That's awesome. Mike, I want to know, you were you playing Monster Hunter World uh, last night? You said you were laying down and playing I, it. I did. When I got in bed, I played for a little bit. So, um, oh, sorry. But I only just barely got to the point where I can have online play now. So okay. you want to clear something up for me really quick? Did you have to get a live subscription to play it? Okay, so here's the deal. I figured out after I had already did that that I didn't really need to. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, you don't have to. You can't play online without it, obviously. But yeah. And, and they make it seem when you first load up the game yeah. like you have to have it. But you don't have to to play it one-player mode just on the storyline. Um, but if you want to play online, obviously, you do have to have PS Plus or xbox live would depending on where you're playing yep so say where whereabouts are you in the game what have you just what was the last thing you did i just did that first mission where you have to go and slay some jaggers oh okay and then they give you your second mission and then that that opens up your online play and that's where i where i turned it off last night because i just needed to go to bed nice, nice. well we're Perfect. definitely gonna have to stream that game soon with all of us playing because like I was playing it and I was really enjoying it, surprisingly enjoying yeah. it. And then when I played with Sheldon, it made it so much better because he's like so much more powerful than me. So in the game, so you can uh, we can kill the monsters faster, but we still both get the experience out of it, which is nice. And so all here, the, so you get the rewards the deal, too. Though, mm-hmm. Is is uh, I put the the PlayStation into the bedroom um, where I could play it in in bed, but. There's no capture card back there. <laughs> well, then you take your PlayStation and you put it under your arm and you walk it out to the computer. <laughs> so, Mike, uh, what are your first impressions of it like? I mean, what do you think oh, so man, far? This is the, I mean, I've only ever played Monster Hunter 3 on my 3DS before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played that for like 10 minutes and then took it back to GameStop. Um <laughs> This game, I could really sink my teeth into. Though. This is really, really good. And the character creation—I spent 25 minutes just in the character creation. Oh, I know. It takes. I was like, "Holy crap!" And when you can create your own cat, your palico. Heck yeah! I was okay, like, That's so the best thing I didn't, ever. I didn't spend a whole lot of time doing that. I, <gasps> I was, I spent a lot of time working on me, and then I just kind of didn't care that much what the cat looked like. Oh. <laughs> Well, I am super happy that you both like it. And you both were sort of naysayers when I first brought this up. It's so. true. It, yeah, it's very true. <laughs> it is. I've never been a big fan of the series. It just never felt like a game for me, but well, this one and, so far is. And this one, it's a lot more accessible than mm-hmm. any of the others. So, yeah. Even the way the, uh, like, when they tell you things and the tutorials go, they seem like pretty easy to to follow which is nice yeah like i think i mean so like monster hunter 4 was i mean before this i mean of course monster hunter 4 was the most accessible at that point they that one is where they really started improving the um tutorials but like going back to like monster hunter 3 they were the tutorials were written for a person that already knew how to play the game yeah so basically all it was saying is hey you can do this this and this but here's the button mapping and that's basically all they said. Like, this one actually sort of gets into depth and explains to you exactly what you're doing. And it's mm-hmm. nice, too, because they don't just, I mean, blow their load right there at the beginning and tell you everything. You have to actually experience something 
and then once you experience something the tutorial pops up so it's like a normal system yeah and that's a nice thing too like it, it it's got a good lead up to to letting new like new players know how to play the game which is surprising like i still had tons of questions but most of it was explained and I just wasn't paying attention or was about to be explained, but I was just getting ahead of myself with it. Yeah. And, and there's still, there's still certain, like, um, I mean, certain features and stuff like that, that aren't fully explained, but mm. they're easy. They're more easily picked up in this game. Like, um, I mean, when I first started playing monster hunter, the thing that confused me the most was like, how do I power up? Like, how do I get stronger? And the game doesn't have a traditional, like, you're not leveling your character up. Your character never changes strength. It's all based on the materials you collect and the items and weapons and armor that you build. So this one, it's a little bit easier to figure out. Um, and even the way the the buffs and debuffs and stuff like that or your, your strengths and weaknesses work is a little bit easier to understand, too. Um, but, I mean, it's it's just something like you said, you know, like when all three of us are playing together, I mean, there's there's a lot more that you'll find. And, I mean, it's easier because even with this one, there's still new things that I found out. But, um, you know, I'll be able to explain that stuff to you guys the way, like, when I finally got into Monster Hunter was Monster Hunter 4. And that's when I, I told you guys, you know, I was on that uh, the Bell Tree Forums website. And I found a group of guys that actually taught me how to play, like, correctly. So, I mean, I think that's still that's still a thing with Monster Hunter is, you know, it's it's really based on like somebody passing this information along, but it's just nice that they finally made the game accessible and even with like the fireflies um in the when you go out on like a hunt or whatever because of how confusing the maps are, like they added that feature now too, which is really nice. So, yeah, those scout flies, is that what they're yep. called? Yep, scout flies. Those confuse the crap out of me, by the way. <laughs> But it'll all make sense. Yeah. I was yeah, the but... same like I was looking for those those lizard things, like the first things that you have to fight. Jag what are they called? The, the Jagras. Yeah. I was looking for them and I couldn't find like the rest of them and it took me so long and I got so turned around and lost in the map. And it took me like forty five minutes and I'm like I was just about to be like, I don't know if I can do this. <laughs> and then I found them and I was like, Oh thank God. Well yeah. Well, really then... I stumbled into those by accident. I stumbled into like a whole nest of them by accident. Yeah, and yeah. then like I mean, then like I explained to Tony, um, you can after you, after you discover things, you can go into your mini map, and then you can like click the right trigger on like so you scroll over top of one of the jargas, and you can click the uh, right stick, and it will track them. So it'll take you to that group of um, creatures, and then once those creatures are dead, it'll track the next group of them. Yeah, it was the collecting part that got me off track. Because I was like, yeah. ooh, there's something over here. Ooh, there's something over here. What's See, that? What's that? And then I'm like, okay, where am I now? And, and honestly, I'm that's... to be the one with ADHD, guys. <laughs> but that's that's really, like, the best way to play it, too. Because you just start collecting as much crap as you can because you never know when you're going to need it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, like, I never sell anything in the game because, I mean, even now, like, how they do the login bonus. So every day you'll get, like, a special voucher. And you can use that voucher whenever you go out on a hunt. Like, say, um, you, the best way to use them are, like, in the, the investigations or bounties because you can use one of those special vouchers and it doubles the amount of money that you collect. And um, I think it doubles the money and it doubles the resource, resource points that you get from the hunt. It also gives you um, extra, more rare items from the monsters. So, really, I mean, as long as you're constantly hunting, you really don't have the necessity to sell stuff. So, uh, you know, your money just sort of builds up and you can just keep everything you find. 
Right. What else have you been playing this week, Mike? Um, I have been playing. Well, I just started today. I started playing the final, uh, the final station. We'll be doing a review for that next week. Um, well, I just. I... Yeah, we got a couple of codes in for uh, us to do some reviews. So a lot of all of us kind of have. Yeah, that's something that we're working on. That's the one I forgot. I'm playing the was it Ben. <laughs> I want to, I want to say Ben Dovers, but it's Ben Ben Devers, Lone Joe Wolf. Devers. <laughs> Joe Devers, Lone Wolf. Devers, Lone that one's Wolf. pretty cool. I'll have the review out next week as well. Nice. <clears throat> so yeah, you just started that today. Do you have any like quick hot takes, or are you gonna save it all for the review? Uh, the 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 initial impression was that I was completely confused when I first started because <laughs> it starts off um, with like this really gnarly. Um, scene where you're on a train and you're shooting everybody that you run into and then you get killed. As you do in real life. And you think, oh gosh, I'm going to have to start that over, but you don't. Um, and then it just kind of says 146 years later and then oh, it's, completely, it's completely uh, slice of life totally ordinary kind of life kind of guy and he's just going about his business as a train conductor and <laughs> and you're having to keep together this train that's just kind of falling apart as as it's going about its business but every time you're on a trip more and more things start happening and things are not quite as they seem and the the story was really slow to start but it's starting to really pull me in now so, so... I'm kind of forward to getting in back into that what's the name of that one again that's called the final station so what what uh what style of game is it like genre i guess um hmm i want to say it's kind of like a platformer and five nights at freddy's had a baby nice Hmm. Sounds and it's cool. not a horror. It's not horror, but you have to kind of while you're on the train, you have to keep doing all these little things to keep the train from breaking down while you're on the train. So it's like a suspense. <clears throat> I don't even know if I'd call it that. It's just while you're on the train, you have to keep going to the different parts of the train and checking on the components and, and adjusting them to make sure the train doesn't break down. Plus, you have to check on your passengers, the assistant engineer and the actual passengers. Make sure that their health is good. Make sure that their hunger is good. And adjust accordingly because you get your money based on whether or not they survive the trip. Nice. That's so it's kind of like a... Hmm? Sorry. It's kind of got like that management sim kind of thing going on too with it. Yeah, but then you do have like these parts where you're platforming and talking to people to kind of get the storyline. Um, on the last trip that I did, as we were approaching our destination, we started hearing like gunshots and explosions and... And uh, so I'm kind of excited to see what the story is going to be when I walk around town in this new area. Man, that sounds awesome. That does sound really cool. I'm, I, I can't wait for your review. It sounds like something I'd be really into. So I'll give a, a really detailed review on the show next week, but I'll also probably do a, a review for the website. Nice. That's awesome. Was there anything else that you were playing or watching or anything that you're into this week, Mike? I um... Or just mostly cold medicine? <laughs> uh, well and here's the thing is I, i've been playing a lot of, of stardew valley still I'm, I'm over 35 hours into that game now nice um i played over a season and a half in that game uh, so far um so 
yesterday I was going because I, I have to work. I work at two different schools right now. And the one that I work at in the morning, I'm the only person there for the hour and a half that that school is running. Um, so, and then I go to my other school right afterwards. Um, but I was feeling so sick that I was like, I'm just going to go home. I'm going to call my assistant until I'm not coming in the rest of the day. And so I, uh, I went home after the first school that I work at and I was like, I normally don't have time to do this. So I'm going to play some PlayStation. I'm going to watch some, watch a movie. I I was going to watch Dr. Strange. I've never watched Dr. Strange. And I really wanted to sink into some Monster Hunter World. Started Doctor Strange up at about, I don't know, 9.30. Fell asleep during the movie. <laughs> Didn't wake up until my wife was waking me up after 4 p.m. Oh, man. You must have needed it. I must have really needed it. It was so bad, though. So. Oh, man. So I... I, I, I would say I wanted, I was going to watch Doctor Strange. I just never got around to seeing it. Okay, I really liked what I saw of it, though. I, I've completely forgot about the movie that I watched too. What movie was that? I watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, and nice. it was freaking awesome. I, I, I love that, that one. Twice. It's I good. I saw that in theaters twice. Nice. Is that good? You saw it in theaters twice? Yep. Wow. I still need to watch both those movies to be honest. <laughs> Dude, there's. It was so at good. a time where I didn't go to a lot of movies, and I just haven't gotten caught up with them yet but now they're both on netflix i think so yes both of those are so now is my chance but for me this week we did the mario kart birthday stream which was nice for my 31st birthday we had luigi's only tournament and it turned out so good like there were so many luigi's yeah at the end there was quite a few people it was pretty good i had a good time the end there was only two different characters other than luigi or baby luigi yeah so that was nice that was fun. We played that with our community on twitch.tv slash quest4pixels, F-O-R pixels, and uh, on YouTube at youtube.com slash quest4pixels. So that was fun. And like we were talking about earlier, I was playing some Monster Hunter Worlds and thought that was awesome. And also dipped into Animal Crossing on the GameCube yesterday. Last night I was playing that. I've never played that game from the beginning and i was craving some gamecube games and quite frankly a little bit of animal crossing <laughs> so it was nice to get into that while we because we didn't record yesterday so i was playing that instead so much fun i had a lot of fun that's awesome and i don't know about you guys but i've been seeing this this ad in front of youtube all the time whenever i'm watching a youtube video and they're talking about the remake of the movie death death wish with uh, bruce willis oh I yeah wanna, wanna oh see. yeah that looks, looks so like, good it does look good. It looks like there's no, there's really no like plot or like depth to it. It's just like no. revenge, <laughs> killing Bruce Willis, bam, bam, bam. It's, it's like it's it like looks like a male version of Kill Bill. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I love that part and, where he kicks the the jack stand out from the car. That car comes yeah. to the top of the guy. That I know. Like it's a like great movie. Yeah, it comes out this Friday, and I actually kind of want to go see it. It just looks like one of those movies you just turn your mind off and kind of enjoy, you know? Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've been doing this week. I forgot about one other thing too. Well, two things, really quick. I got mm-hmm. these awesome snake bite headphones. I picked them up. Um, and they have like a mesh inner interior. Um, and they're really comfy. And I got my box of goodies from Japan that Tony sent me. Oh so, yeah. And I got this awesome shirt here. And I also got the other white shirt that you've seen on this podcast on Mr. Tony's body, the the mm-hmm. white one with the Luigi and Mario pocket. And then all kinds of other cool stuff, like 
um, this thing, the screen cover, and it has a oh, kickstand built in. That's so, cool. So you can set it like however you want to set it at whatever angle. And I used it on our way home from Mile City, um, and I just put it on the, the dashboard, and it held so good. Like it didn't move, it didn't slide around or anything. It was perfect. So you all so, have good up there then is what you're saying. What was that? Y'all have like good roads up. Is what you're saying? Uh, the the that one's decent, but they just rebuilt that one. Like, well, I guess it's been quite a while now. It's been like 15 years since they rebuilt it, but that one that one's decent. If you go either so other on, direction out of Baker, they're freaking horrible. Because <laughs> if I was on any state road in Nevada, it's like this the whole <laughs> <of the> time. <laughs> we got an insane amount of potholes where we are all the time. It's crazy. And then they just do the worst patch jobs to fix them. <laughs> yeah. Like it's just been Brutal. raining and they just kind of kick some asphalt into it with the water yeah. still in there. That's always exactly. nice. Yeah, we got some news to talk about. We uh, updated our news stories a little bit because they changed from the last they few days. Changed. Yep. So we it started so with... work on that too. <laughs> I know you did. And uh, the, one of the first things is Nintendo's website allowed for uh, user reviews. So a couple days ago, I think it was five days ago, they just yeah. kind of showed up and they were giving you, you were able to rate it and put put your comments and stuff. I heard it was pretty in, in depth. I saw it was there when I was looking through the website, but I didn't go into depth to see what it was. Did any of you guys see what it looked a, like? I'm actually looking at a screen capture of it right now. Okay. And so like, let's into like, that's the screen. Um, it had a picture of the game. And then it had the overall rating, so you, you rated it by stars up to stars. Tags that applied, things like challenging, it was a multiplayer, or it could be great sound, or great characters, all ages. They had um, a bunch of different ones you could choose from, and you just choose the ones that applied for your review. Then you put in a headline of the review, it'd be like just your title for your review, and then an area for comments, so, um, and it, it, it uh, suggested that you put in what you liked or disliked about the game. How would you describe yourself? That's underneath your comments. Um, and you could choose uh, one that applies the most uh, between Nintendo fan, core gamer, casual player, or parent. And does this review contain any spoilers? You just check yes or no. So do you have... Are you required to... Is this like a... Are they just no, all could... on the website? Do you have to buy yeah. the game? Or is it no, just like, okay. They're just available for you to go in there and, and submit a review if you wanted. So it so, sounds like it was pretty in-depth. Yeah, then. and I don't know if if this is tied hand-in-hand. Hand. Do you know what day this was updated? Like, It was it five days ago that it, it went okay. live. So um, Sunday, I got an email from Nintendo, and it was a... Um, like, you know, you remember the club Nintendo, um, questionnaires, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I got one of those. Yeah. So I don't know if this was tied in or if those have been around. No, so. no, those, they've been asking for feedback for a while on, on different games. If they can verify that you purchased the game, but this was like just user reviews, kind of like Amazon yeah. has reviews on their products. This had, this was just, you go to the website and you had the ability to submit a review for, for games. Um, and that that popped in, I want to say on Friday. Yeah, that, that sounds right. Go in and do it. Um, but today, <laughs> this morning, 
it disappeared. Really? It did. Yeah, it's gone. And um, the news outlets, obviously, they reached out to Nintendo to be like, what's going on here? And uh, basically, they got the response back that this was a trial. Uh, Thank you for whoever participated in it. And basically stuff like that. And that was it. So I wonder if that's going to be something tied into the online user system then. You know, as we were talking about it just now, there was a kind of a couple of things that popped into my head. One, the uh, gold coin thing is changing, right? And there's going to be switch rewards, right? So maybe there's some kind of integration with that. Okay. And it comes back or maybe it doesn't come back. I don't know. It's hard to say. Well, and maybe maybe it's like because like Mike said, you know, it's only certain games that they were sending out the like Club Nintendo style ones to mm-hmm. people who like got the, you know, the the digital version of a game cuz all the only one I've got and I own like almost every Switch game, but the only one I got was for Mario Kart. So, okay. but maybe maybe it was kind of a trial thing where they're seeing which which way is more efficient or which way they prefer. Yeah, and maybe it's not going to be as in-depth. Maybe it's just going to be more like, here, write your comment, like, rate the stars, and get out of here. Kind sort of, thing, of like you know? the the one on 3DS where yeah. you know you chose a couple questions and gave it a star level. Yeah, because to me that seems a little too in-depth, and it, yeah. it's kind of nice to have, I guess, but that's a lot of time for users. So unless there was some sort of reward benefit for it, yeah, then it doesn't really make sense to make it that in-depth. Yeah. But that's just kind of what I think well, especially when you've already got people reviewing it on Amazon. And you got great outlets like Quest for Pixels reviewing games like on their website, www.com, questforpixels.com. Heck yeah. Yeah, yeah a bunch of reviews. <laughs> There's a bunch of reviews up on there now. So Shameless plug. I'm sorry. Had to do. But yeah, um, so that's So does okay. anybody else have updates? I guess I you know what? I play PlayStation 4, but like I have no idea what's going on in the world of PlayStation. But does their website have anything like that as far as, like, reviewing games? I think both Xbox and PlayStation have user-submitted reviews. Okay. All right. Yeah, so maybe it's just something that Nintendo wants to jump on. Well, they had it for the other, like, for the 3DS, like you said, right? So, yeah. so I don't they, know. And they had a system for the Wii U, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to so. come back. I just, I wonder if it's going to come back exactly the same or if it's going to change. But like, I mean, but like, you know, you, like you and Mike said, I mean, how, I mean, how important is a review system in, you know, like the proprietary, like Nintendo PlayStation, when you have people like us and major outlets like IGN and all them doing reviews already? I mean, exactly. It should be so low on their, their list of priorities. And you know, it should be high on their list of priorities. Animal Crossing. No, voice chat. <laughs> yes. Amen. Yes. Preach. Because because a game came out yesterday that relies heavily on communication. Payday 2 is out on the Switch now and it sounds nice like segment. it, you know, it's it's getting it's getting good reviews. It's getting decent reviews, but all the reviews are saying the same thing. This is unplayable without a way to communicate with your friends. And this is what exactly. I was saying all the way up to the release of the game. I mean, I played, I've played Payday, like I have it on PC, but there is no way to play that game with a group of friends without voice chat. I mean, it yeah. is literally built, like, you were literally, like, sucked into how are we going to perform this heist? And you yeah. actually sit down and discuss how you're going to do this heist. Um, because, you know, you might want 
you know, one of your friends to go around to the back, the, to the back door of the bank and hold that ground while the other three go in through the front. And, you know, it's just, <laughs> there's so many, <laughs> you dirty, but, uh, there's so many different ways. I mean, that you can do it that, I mean, there's no, there's no, Tony's got a dirty mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. My mind always one, goes one, to the, two, two in the, the front, one in the back. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. But Anyways. Yeah, that, yeah. And they were saying like, if you're playing with two people and it's open for like, four to come in like if you're using discord which everybody would do then when you get randoms in there it's it's just gonna fall apart it's just gonna break the game yeah so what do you guys think about that do you think that um how do you think they should address this is is the real question well i think because you know they had communicated with nintendo for access to the switch voice chat app or for the switch online yeah I, I want to bring that up because we, we actually have it in our show notes that there is that they are waiting for permission to use the voice chat app. Yep. So they'd requested it from Nintendo, but I think that this should have been something like I, I, I put this on. I, I don't know who the developer is. I can't remember the name, but the, the payday two developers or publisher, this falls back on them. If they should have contacted Nintendo and had this all worked out, to be able to use either either yes or no to use the voice chat app before the game released. Absolutely. And IGN actually points out in their review that the biggest criticism that they have of it is the fact that because of the lack of communication available, they had to release it as an outdated version of the game. Yeah. I mean, this is, I mean that's just unacceptable. You And this isn't uh, entirely... I, I, you know, I wouldn't blame the developers of this though. Yeah. It's well, like you know what they're 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 trying to bring a game. It's like it's not my fault that Nintendo's system isn't up to par with the but, other systems to use voice chat. You know, I'm but saying, yeah, they though, should have looked into it for sure. But this should this should have been what all I'm saying is they should have contacted Nintendo earlier, so this was worked out before the release or at the release of the game, so they could have said yes or no. Yeah, well, well, the thing is, Nintendo doesn't even have their other own games on the voice chat app, so it's like, what are they doing? We don't have Mario Kart on there. We should. They don't have ARMS updated for it, or any other game, to be honest. And... Well, and I and I want to be clear that my my issue with this game isn't with Starbreeze. Yeah. My, my issue with this game lies with Nintendo, because Nintendo has failed tremendously with the online app. There's no reason at this point why we only have Splatoon 2 and not a very good working um, ability to use Splatoon 2 on the online app. There should but, be matchmaking available for multiple games on that app by now. But, yeah. I mean, what they're going to go back to, though, this, this is the free demo. I mean, yeah. simply said, this is the free demo. Splatoon's the most prominent game that they wanted to use or that needed the more online features i mean compared to arms or mario kart um but as far as payday goes i think that they would have been better off well i guess i don't know i think they would have been better off holding off until september they should have held on to this game polished it got it all ready all the updates everything ready and released it in september when the voice chat was fully available yeah i wonder Um, if nintendo's gonna backtrack on their whole voice chat app you know i'm almost i'm almost like i've heard some people talking on reddit which obviously is just reddit but just like thinking about maybe they're going back on it maybe they're like you know what people aren't 
happy with this solution and the system is more than capable of doing it within the system and it's kind of it's kind of the same thing with like how they were going to offer the free games right like they were like oh this is going to be like you know you get one or two everyone plays them and then they're gone and then when they announced it again they kind of backed away from that and went in a different direction so maybe we'll see that was pretty hopeful but when me and mike talked about that i said you know that was my like main point for why they maybe extended it is because now they're just going to build it into the system. I think the app will still be there. I think it'll be an option, but I think that the voice chat will be built into, into the system itself because they'll still need the app for people that are playing on their TV though. Well, true. I mean, well, unless we get, I mean, the system's Bluetooth ready too. They could do Bluetooth. All that needs is a patch. Once they they can patch in, unlock the Bluetooth connection with uh, wireless headphones. Yeah. Well, you know what? When you're using uh, your PlayStation wireless gold headphones, mm-hmm. if you have it in docked mode, you can plug the USB plug that you plug into the PlayStation right into the dock of the Switch and use the headphones that way. Yep. So I don't see why you wouldn't be able to use uh, use the microphone there too, right? That makes sense to me. Well, yeah, yeah and anyway. I mean, even before, I mean before the switch was released they um the developer uh one of the uh accessory developers they released this and it is a micro a headset with a microphone built in that was marketed to the nintendo switch so that there means that the accessory companies knew that there would be voice chat accessible on the the system itself and nintendo has it blocked basically mm-hmm. yeah so basically nintendo get your stuff together we're sick of this and hopefully when we start paying for online we have a real uh voice chat solution yeah i want to back up for just a second i did some looking around and playstation and xbox both have just a rating system they don't okay. do reviews on their website but if you go on their website to buy a game you can see a star rating system for people that have bought the game. They can just rate the game. Okay. Okay. And I think that's really all Nintendo would need to. Yeah. 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 That's true. So the next story, uh, Mike, you put in here. Tell us. Tell us about this. (laughs) About this story. Okay. So I I run out of good Nintendo stories because the other stuff that came up here didn't come out until after I prepared notes. Um, and so I just did some generic video game news searches the other day and came across this story about a uh, Russian TV news report. So basically, uh, we all know Syria has been having a civil war for the last few years. Um, and Russia has taken the Syrian government side in the war. Um, so... Russia does have uh, their 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 media is controlled by their state. Uh, Channel One has a program called Vremya. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It's a uh, it's on their their network called Channel One, and they were doing a tribute to a fallen Syrian soldier. Um, and as they were showing some footage from the war, they showed footage that wasn't actually from the war but was rather from the military sim game Arma 3. <laughs> so That's when you watch the video reporting. 
exactly. When you watch the Fake video, news. It, it comes across <laughs> like, this doesn't look quite right. One of these things is not like the other. <laughs> oh, man. How did you make that accent? Like, I mean, how how do you do that? How is it a mistake? Well, and that's the thing. Like, I, I was watching it going, because they said that it was a, they claimed it was an accident. And I was like, how do you make that mistake? It's How do you just accidentally put in video game footage? It can't. It, it, I mean, was there a video or anything of it that they showed, like the like the trailer, or, like the news reel, or anything? Like, I guess I don't. I've never seen Arma. So, it's, uh, like, how it's realistic in, is it? It's well, it's it's you know fairly realistic, and, and so I want to give them that little bit of <laughs> benefit here. But I mean, it was in a reel of different bits of footage and mm-hmm. and the the part where they were showing it was like a uh, a truck being fired at from a distance and you see like a plume of smoke go up but it just to somebody who's played video games you can look at that and go yeah. that's not real <laughs> in soviet yeah. russia news airs you it's you know it's actually it's actually happened a few times before i remember a few years ago i think it was like fox news they had uh they were talking about uh a war and they showed footage from call of duty in there oh yeah i remember that so it's like you know whoever's doing the newsreel maybe didn't have uh have enough footage so they're like maybe we'll just put this in there i wonder if they knew what they were doing or if it was just an accident uh that's 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 kind of like the wtf news story of the week i guess (laughs) Oh, man. So another thing that happened that is kind of WTF is uh, Stealth release happened today. Or uh, was it today or yesterday? Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, of uh, Outlast. So that's a horror game that was on PS4. I think it was on Steam as well. And they just, out of nowhere, just released it. So yeah. that's nice to have a new game that comes out right away. It's like, I think it was like 19 bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because... on we were just sitting there talking and you're like, Oh yeah. Outlast is on switch. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. You're like, yeah, it yeah. just popped up. Yeah. And then we also saw when we were just looking through the uh, eShop that Outlast two is actually coming mm-hmm. on uh, March. I think it was 28th. Actually, I have 27 in the notes, but I think it's the 28th. Yeah. For me, like, I don't really care. Like I have this on PS4. They offered it as a PlayStation plus game like years ago. Yeah. And, um, I don't like scary games, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I really don't like scary games, so you know. I've I don't never, know. Does I've this never interest played, you guys. I've never played Outlast, and I, I mean, I like, I like horror games <clears throat> mainly. I don't know, like The Evil Within was really good. I like that one. It was really hard, but and I like the, uh, you know, Resident Evil series. So and I liked um, the Layers of Fear games. So I've kind of got more into horror games. So this might be something I check out. I don't know if, you know, for Outlast 2, if you really need to play the first one or not, because I'd be more inter- interested in picking up the second one. But um, why, 20, why would for, you be more interested in the second one than the first? Because it's newer. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's the only the, reason? The, the fidelity is a little bit better. Newer um, isn't always better. No, not always, but... I Except like in Godfather it. 2, Terminator 2, no. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, though, but, I mean, for Outlast, if I come across a, um, you know, if I get a eShop card or something like that, you know, I'd probably pick it up. That's good. Well, the last thing we have to talk about in our in our uh, news review for the week 
So you better call the doctor because the sodium levels are about to go through the roof with this rumor. Take it with a huge chunk of salt. There are rumors from 4chan, and uh, they're saying that a March 1st direct is coming. So someone outlines it. And I'll just run through some of the stuff here real quick. Gold points uh, will be launching on March 8th in a small uh, US, uh, OS update. And there's going to be some small changes to the eShop overall. And it's going to have the features and review scores that we talked about earlier. Uh, they talk about how much the gold points will be worth. And um, then they say that Nintendo will thank um, the audience for you know having a great first year. They'll highlight Breath of the Wild and Odyssey as Game of the Year awards. And they promise to bring many more moments we hope you will enjoy as much. That part was in quotations, so maybe that's directly from the direct if the direct is indeed well real. and it's kind of it's kind of worded funny there at the end so mm -hmm. that might be you know like if you use uh twitter translate or whatever yeah um they, it always kind of screws it up a little bit so that might be a little bit of a, a truth in there yeah and then they say they're going to go over uh xenoblade chronicles uh two being that it's the best-selling xenoblade game to date and also give a reminder that there's a patch that comes out march 2nd and there'll be a trailer uh, showing what include, is included in that patch with the ability to use th Torna members as blades. Hmm. And then it talks about release order, um, not presentation order. So these are the rest of the things that's going to be in there. Hyrule Warriors launches April 12th. Little Nightmares Deep Slumber, Deep Slumber Edition coming to Switch April 2018. It includes a physical copy. Then they talk about SteamWorld Dig getting a physical copy April 12th. Wolfenstein 2 release April 27th. The trailer highlights motion-assisted aiming. Phoenix, Ray, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Collection is going to be coming to Switch in June. It features, features three games. Uh, Mario Tennis, June 22nd. And it will have uh, story mode highlighted in the trailer and ranked online multiplayer. <laughs> and then the name of this Yoshi game is supposedly <laughs> Yoshi's Diorama Dilemma. And I always just think Yoshi's Diarrhea That's Dilemma. That's what I was just okay, going to say. I thought it too. Okay, good. So everyone's kind of on the same page. I thought I was going to say it wrong, actually, when I was reading it out because I'm thinking about it so much. But apparently that launches on July 12th. Mm -hmm. Then The World Ends With You, Final Remix, July 26th. Uh, Dragon Quest Heroes 1 and 2, also Ooh. July 26th. Octopath Traveler that is going to be the final name, apparently, has a special early launch day of August 8th and will be in stores August 9th. And then there was a second part to it saying uh, there is a Tales of Vesperia remaster reveal coming to Switch summer 2018. South Park, The Fractured yeah. Butthole, coming summer 2018 with Stick of Truth included. And it says the physical packaging includes... Uh, a label that says now with a six gig six gig download code so you know throwing some humor in there so that <laughs> sounds like something that they might do right also touches on crash bandicoot insane trilogy reveal coming to summer 2018 wonderful 101 port revealed uh, also summer 2018 and then animal crossing working title revealed in a similar fashion to prime 4 comes to switch in 2018 so what do you guys I think i hope that last one better be true oh my god <laughs> so what's the probability of this thing being real you think 
Does it sound like something that could be real, or does it sound... Parts of it do sound true. So mm-hmm. that first half, uh, if, if it was just that first half, um, I'd say that it would almost 100% be true. Mm-hmm. But the the Crash Bandicoot, that one still, that one still kind of floats around in my brain. I mean, because, I mean, because isn't it isn't Crash normally just PlayStation? Yeah, but they were saying for a long time, even when that game initially launched, they were mm-hmm. kind of cagey on saying that it was going to be PlayStation only. So yeah. at that time, people were even thinking it might come to the Switch. And then there's been more rumors since then. So I don't know. It could be, it could be something that's true. And See, I was going to say the South Park game, mm-hmm. but South Park's developed for Nintendo before. I have their mm-hmm. ga- I have the South Park game for N64. Yeah, 64, so, that's right. So that one, I mean, I, I'd imagine that one would be true. Um, but this is tomorrow. Yeah, I, I personally don't think it's true. And the reason for that, there's a couple of reasons. The first being that it talks about the review scores on the OS update. And and I feel like this was put up before they took down the reviews off the website. Um, and then this the next thing um, that yeah, that I yesterday. I, um, the next thing that that made me kind of have my spidey senses tingling was the Octopath Traveler. I really don't think that's going to be the final name. I think that's just such a silly I, name. I think I, I honestly <laughs> think it is. Like, I mean, because it's already a, it's kind of a catchy thing. It's strange, but it's kind of catchy. One other thing to note, too, is that the thread is archi- archived. So this thread got shut down. Yeah, they always do, every time. Oh, really? How, every time. how long are they usually open? Oh, any time that there's something like this? Yeah, oh. anytime they have like a, a leak because it gets out of control and people yeah. start saying everything, you know. I, I'm with Mike for the most part. I think Octopath Traveler is going to be the final name because I think it's so weird and unique and that's how we know it by it already. It'd be weird to change it now, you know. People might not know which game you're talking about and you'd have to be like, remember Octopath Traveler? And they'd be like, oh yeah, that's the one. So I think that's kind of weird. Yeah. So but, I think that I mean, might stay the way it is. I think so we were... as far as the dates go... There's one that doesn't make sense, and that's the Mario Tennis Aces, because I thought that they said spring on that one. I might be wrong. I, maybe they didn't say anything. Well, on that one. but so, I mean that could just be something as simple as them delaying the game, though. But my whole thing, and we talked a little bit about this before the show, Tony and I did, mm-hmm. is um, this just really feels though like they took a lot of information that was either easy to deduce or had already come out. And mixed it with information that would have felt very hopeful, mm-hmm. i.e., you know, Wolfenstein 2, i.e., South Park, i.e., Crash Bandicoot, i.e., well, Animal Crossing. Well, Wolfenstein 2 is already in development. <clears throat> uh, Bayon- or not Bayonetta, uh, Bethesda already announced that they're, it's in development right, for the Switch. But we don't have a release date for they it said yet spring. at that point. They said, or Q, uh, Q1, Q2. So, yeah. I mean, that one there feels true to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm just gonna be the people's people. I'm your voice of hope. <laughs> yeah, you can be you can be the um, the devil's advocate. Yeah. But also, like, what was I gonna say here? Oh, for Mario Tennis Aces. So apparently, I don't know some. I don't know if it was Amazon Brazil or like some Brazilian website said that it was coming out that day, and that just 
okay. went up on for the news the other day, and that would make it the day after spring. So they'd be late by one day. Okay, which true. isn't true. Too too out of the range yeah. of possibility, and right? I always forget that spring ends in June. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. And but one thing that did uh, pop out to me to kind of be like, oh, maybe they are just like we, Mike and I were talking about, just using kind of common knowledge plus things that have just recently happened is that the trailer will highlight motion assisted aiming because we know that's the big thing because doom got the update yeah and everyone's excited and they're like hopefully wolfenstein has it which it would make sense if it did because i think they're developed do, by the same port house i was gonna say do we know who's doing the port i think it's the same one what's it called um um, um panic button i believe it's yeah, called they're wolfenstein called two switch but nothing out of here seems too too out of the ordinary for the most part, so it could be true. But... Well, and see, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, it's nothing is nothing is outrageous. There's nothing overly outrageous. But we've had one before that nothing was really outrageous either, and it wasn't true. But I mean, a lot of the stuff kind of feels like, I mean, and like you said, you know, it's kind of you know they say spring, so we're just gonna pick dates where other games have been released. Mm -hmm. You know, but. Um, I mean, as far as what's included, I feel like for the most part, all those things are possible. Um, yeah, it is. So we're gonna, it is panic button. Too, let's take a vote way. before we we head on with this. Like, so real or fake? From starting with Mike, fake. Sheldon, <laughs> I I I want to say real. I'm going to go real as well, but just barely. <laughs> okay, so this is... This... It's more It's more like me being hopeful that it's real, I guess. So but... that's kind of where well, I'm, I'm at. I'm going to be the but... only one right next week, y'all. Okay, so, but this is, this is the one thing I want to add here. Me and Tony were talking about this because, like Tony said earlier this week, he kind of had this this gut feeling like you know his his knee got, got a quiver that um we were going to get that was direct. actually yeah. testicular cancer and <laughs> i need to go to the doctors right now yeah this sounds um, like a different kind of problem guys um but the end of march or yeah the end of march is the end of nintendo's fiscal year mm. and like i said nothing on this list is too out of hand and wouldn't be anything except for animal crossing animal crossing i feel is more of an e3 thing but um, nothing on here feels like it should take up much room at E3 and this would be real good hype and would, you know, pump sales numbers, you know, pushing up to the end of the fiscal year. So they're ending their fiscal year, um, in a great way. And it would also let them start their fiscal year in a great way. And I, yeah. I feel they usually have some announcements leading up to the end of the year. Right. And, you know, like Animal Crossing, they said it's going to, in this uh, 4chan leak said it would be revealed in a similar fashion to prime four. Yeah. So really that's not that much. No, detail, we'll right? get, we'll get could a, just be, a title screen you know, and then title screen E3, and then get all E3. the information. Yep. Exactly. So any final thoughts on this before we head on or are we good on that one? I'm just happy that I'll be the only one right about this. You know, oh. you probably are going to be the one that's right. But... <laughs> all right. Hey, so but if that, it let's... comes out on oh. a different day before the next podcast, then we still win. I'll, I, yeah, I'll count you guys as, as winners. If if we if we get a Nintendo Direct before next week, you win. Okay, Perfect. we'll take that. 
So with that, let's jump into our topics. Today's topics are sponsored by OP Seat. It's like a latitude cloud for your rear end and the official chair of Quest for Pixels. If you're in the continental US, head down to opseat.com and use Q4P at checkout for $10 off your purchase. And if you're in Canada, just call Sheldon. He'll ship it down for you. I will do as much as I can to get your chair there. I can also uh, drive up to the border, cross, and mail it through the Canadian mail now. So There you go. See, you're heading that way. So get on there, get on the website, get yourself a chair. It's really comfy. You know, if you want to talk to us about how not to do it backwards, well, maybe don't talk to me, (laughs) talk to Sheldon. And uh, also, if you live in Edmonton and you want one of these, I'll be there in a month. So let me know. Nice. So our first discussion topic, I posted a poll on Twitter uh, over the weekend. And I said, what do you want Nintendo to announce and release in for the Switch in 2018? On Twitter, I gave three options. Uh, I gave Animal Crossing, Smash Brothers, and Pokemon. And we got 71 votes on it, which is better than any poll I've ever done in my life. And it's all really even. Yeah. It was 32% for Animal Crossing, 32% for Smash, and 36% for Pokemon. So it seems like people want Pokemon a little bit more out of this poll than, uh, than the others. But we also have some comments that were uh, put on there. So... Uh, Topic Nintendo, so that's Gary Gray. He says, no F-Zero, question mark, and then he had a, a gif of some somebody crying. So, yeah, <laughs> I understand. A lot of people want uh, F-Zero. And then our good buddy Skinny Matt on Twitter says, I've never played a Pokemon game, so I'll try it, but there's no hurry. Smash would be nice, but I'd prefer to wait for a new game and not a Smash 4 Deluxe. I need Animal Crossing. We haven't had one on a home console since the Wii, and I completely agree with him. That's yes. that's my stance on it too. Me too. And uh, then Kyle Roth from Twitter also said, "Animal Crossing is probably the easiest to release and get right in the time frame of this year. The others are definitely coming in their own time, but I'd rather see them get the time they need to be at their best." I, I would push back against that actually Me because too. any any game that comes out this year has already been in development for a while. True. Yeah. And even the Smash, I mean, a Smash port wouldn't take them no time. I mean, mm-hmm. honestly. I mean, they, they've shown that they can pump out ports pretty quick. Yeah, and the odds are they're not... These are like three games that they're probably not going to mess up, you know, save for <laughs> Amiibo Festival. <Yeah>. But, <laughs> but, like, you, yeah, you, if... you can't really go wrong with, like, a Smash Brothers, Pokemon, or Animal Crossing. Yeah, dude. We Each don't need these... any Amiibo Festival, though. No, I, we I... do not need Amiibo Festival Part 2, the Electric Boogaloo Edition or whatever. Unless, unless they made... <laughs> If they made it more no. Mario Party esque, no, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, this no. comes from my deep love of all those beautiful creatures. I love all the animals, and if they made it more party and like not just a digital board game, yeah, I'd play it. <laughs> I will move in as the butcher so I can have lunch. Okay, <laughs> no, no, um, I agree with Mike. And then Pokemon, I think, I still feel we would have already known about it. Yeah. Well, we don't know, but we'll get to that in a second. Mike, yes. do you want to read the uh, Discord comments we had in the show notes there? Yeah, so I didn't realize when I first asked the people in Discord that this was a poll. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. So I didn't give any choices. I just asked the question, what do you want to see come over? Mm-hmm. And so Sodomancer um, said that he wanted to see Pokemon, a Star Tropics reboot, and Retro's new IP. And he said Pokemon because... 
This seems to be a year where Nintendo is focusing on family-friendly games, i.e. Labo, Yoshi, Kirby, uh, Star Tropics reboot, because I think that it could be the Breath of the Wild engine and be Nintendo's version of Tomb Raider or Uncharted. That'd be really cool. That would be extremely cool. It sure would. Mm-hmm. And Retro's new IP, because it's been rumored for a while that it has been what they're working on. I don't know what kind of game it will be, but I'm excited about it. And then Joel over at Nintendo Family of Gaming said, I would really love to have Nintendo announce an original first-person shooter to fill the void of GoldenEye and Perfect Dark. I wonder what a Nintendo first-person shooter, excluding Metroid, what that would be. Splatoon in first person. <laughs> oh, man. Because you'd, you'd you... know it'd have to be, it'd have to be a, a fantasy theme of some sort. Yeah. I don't because... know. Could you imagine, like... Nintendo All-Stars is a first-person shooter. Where, That'd like... be weird. Well, that's what it, Splatoon was initially going to be, right? They were going to just throw all Mario characters in there. Yeah. And then but they decided but against see, it. I don't, I don't want it to be family-friendly. This is going to yeah. sound really weird. I want this to be a first-person shooter where people's heads are getting blown off, and it's rated mature, but your playing is like Mario, and you're killing the. <laughs> that killing would never Mario. happen. That, I, don't even, I, don't I know think, it wouldn't. I don't even. Happen. I don't even want that. I don't think. I think that would make see, me like cry inside a little bit. See, I think if they do something like this, I'm just and it's, demented enough. <laughs> if they do a first-person game like this, it's not going to be any IP that we have because no. it wouldn't make sense. Oh, because you no, can't they... see. You can't see them. So what's the point of being them? Well, maybe it could be so. Rare did Goldeneye, and mm-hmm. they did Perfect Dark. So maybe Retro, which are yeah. a lot of Rare's people, did something like that and made their own first-person shooter like that. That'd I be would, pretty cool. I would dig that. And I would find another Bond. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's true. And if this game's coming from Retro, then I can see it having a mature rating mm-hmm. because it's not coming from you know directly from Nintendo. It's just, you know, like their second party. So I think they have a little bit more freedom to, you know, focus on the mature audience. Yeah. So that's great that we had those great responses from everybody on Twitter and in our Discord. But I want to ask you guys, and I'm going to open it up like we did in the Discord as well. Like, what do you want announced and released this year for the Nintendo Switch? And I'm talking anything. I'm not giving you the three options. This is go wild, whatever you want. Dream big. Go ahead, Sheldon. Okay. So. First, of course, like this, I mean, out of everything else, I want Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. And I want Animal Crossing to come out in September at the same time as the online gets revealed and, and put out and opened up to everybody. And I want Animal Crossing to have a major focus on the online aspect of it. Um, I want you, like, what I envision it as is... we've talked about this a couple times like on streams and stuff is an like an online marketplace so basically everybody has their own town and you can visit anybody's town but say you jump on the train and you travel into like the city folk area from that game but it's a online hub where you're actually getting real interactions with you know any of your friends that are on at the time um i i i I'd like it to be more open, but I think limiting limit, limit, limiting it to your friends would be better. Um, so any of your friends that are online and are currently at the um, are at the you know this this shopping center hub, you know everybody's there in real time, 
and you can set up a uh, like a, a a shopping or what do we call it like a oh like old, a flea market kind like of a thing? flea market thing you know how Animal Crossing uh, Pocket Camp has oh. the the flea market box farmers market they or should farmers call it market. yeah that would be mm. that'd be good. perfect you know so you'd be able to set Quaint. this box up and anybody can go there at any time and buy anything out of your box even if you're not there so it'll you know always be updating but you'll still have the option to you know be there in real time so can that's kind of like meat? hell yeah <laughs> no he's gonna get it he's getting it you can get the you can get the tanuki teriyaki. <laughs> mm, delicious but that'd be really cool i think uh i like that wow. idea a lot actually especially like with a with a farmer's market in there that'd be cool you bring your because you know every every town would have their own specific fruits that would grow yep. and then you yeah. could bring them there and have your little organic little uh stand to sell your fruits or whatever well and it would give you the option to it would make collecting the different you know like say you're trying to get all of the cabin furniture it's going to yeah. make something like that a lot easier. Um, mm-hmm. Not that it needs to be easier, but it's just going to make it more accessible so you can get the parts that you want because you might play mm-hmm. for literally a full like a full month real time and not mm-hmm. get that right part. Yeah, and not even so, that. Like you might just get – like for me, I find one thing and I like it, and then like you have all this extra stuff. Yep. And so it's you like, can get well, where do I put it? Stuff. Now you can just sell it, right? Yeah, so you can basically run your own business, basically. Mm-hmm. So, like, say somebody wanted to just build patterns and sell their patterns. Oh, you could do that. That would so be kind of cool. Excited. I used to be really heavy into Lord of the Rings Online, and in the game they had um, an auction house, and you could sell things either for, like, a buy-it-now price or at an auction-level way of selling things. And this kind of sounds like that where you could build your own things and and then sell them but i wouldn't want to limit it to just your friends list for for the farmers market i would want you to be able to go to a regional farmers market um where you could go to people in your country that um and and you know maybe limit the server size so that that there's not chugging happening on 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 the screen because there's too many people there at one time but uh, I, I would want it to be open to more than just the 20, 30 people that I have in my friends list because you know that when the game starts to lose its popularity, it's going to be a lot harder to find people to, to trade with yeah. unless you open it up to people that you're not friends with. I agree True. with you on that. Um, I think the, the, the farmer – like I agree too. Like that would be, that would be ideal. Um, the reason why I, I said, you know, it'll – you know. Probably it's probably going to be limited to your friends because it's a Nintendo, which mm-hmm. I don't agree with, and I think that is a major flaw for them. I hope it's not. <clears throat> but the only thing that would be tricky would be the um, the farm, like your box, because you know there's going to be a limit to how many are there, unless they do it in a way where you walk up to like a message board and you just kind of scroll through names, which would probably work better than actually having a physical object there that you walk up to and look at. Um, Unless, but, you know, so you could have the regional area. You, so you could either travel to the regional area or you could travel to your friend's area uh, mm-hmm. would be uh, an easy way to fix that. Yeah, I was thinking it could be kind of in a similar style to when you sign on to Mario Kart. Like, you have your friends, but you could also go into regional or worldwide tournaments. So, yep. like, they could do something like that. Well, see, and that would be cool, too, if you had the worldwide option. I would like that. Because then, I mean, the special – because it's animal crossing. So we're going to get special drops. Like you're going to mm-hmm. get special things in the mail and Japan gets a lot of really cool furniture that we never end up getting here. 
So okay. that'd be really cool to be able to trade back and forth there. All right, um, so Sheldon, that's your idea for what you'd want. What about you, Mike? Is it I, also Animal Crossing? Are no. we all going to be Animal Crossing? <laughs> I have other ones, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Mike, what do you want? My my biggest want is Pikmin 4. Yes. Ooh, good one. That's a good and one. And I specifically want it to include online bingo battle. Yes. Because I be really amazing. loved Pikmin 3, and I re that was probably my favorite game on the Wii U is Pikmin 3. Um, but the biggest flaw that the game had was that I was limited to playing uh, the, the multiplayer mode with the people in my house. Mm. See, and, and my wife liked the game, but it got to the point where I was just walking around trolling her in the multiplayer mode because <laughs> she um, she could beat me once in a while. Sometimes I you know got too cocky, or sometimes she just really quickly found stuff that was all in a row. But more often than not, I... I was just messing with her because she was too easy to beat. So, um, did I thought it had an online multiplayer with friends? Mm -mm. It didn't. Okay. It did not have any kind of online multiplayer. Okay. Um. Yeah, I would love that. I'd also want in the option to play Pikmin Four online co-op through the that'd story. That'd be cool. I think that'd be. Really I don't fun. care much about that. I mean, it'd be cool, but I don't care as much about that. I I really want. A big challenge, though, in playing Bingo Battle. <laughs> um, if if Pikmin Four comes out, would you want them to stick to the the format that they used for Three, where you actually had three different characters that you were playing with? I think that actually enhanced the the puzzles, and I really I really liked how they did that. But you're not going to have the gamepad, so you're not going to have a quick way to switch back and forth. Where the gamepad, you know, you always had your map there. And you could, you know, just tap the screen to jump back and forth between different characters, and you could always see where they were at. So I don't know how that would work. I think there's enough buttons on the Joy-Cons that they could easily figure out how to still incorporate multiple players yeah. um, in your in your team and still be able to incorporate a map and still be able to use the, uh, the gyro controls. Because I'm going to tell you what, the Wii U pad controls were garbage. Hot, <laughs> steaming. Garbage. Yeah, I played with uh, I played with the Wiimote when I played. Yeah, same here. I I always played with the the remote and nunchuck, and that was just the best way to play. Dude, and I hope that they incorporate um, motion controls with the Joy Cons, because I actually yeah. like playing Pikmin with motion control. It was, awesome. it was one of the great uses of motion controls. Mm -hmm. One of the few. <laughs> See, that's a that's a really good um, option, like a really good title to pick because, like for me, I never played a pikmin game ever oh i played well i played the demo of one when they released it not too <laughs> long ago and i liked it i just for the hey pikmin no i it, no i'm talking like when it when they re-released on the wii u and they added all those extra features oh. and yeah yeah i played it on there and i really liked it and i thought like this is this is a cool game but i've just never I've never picked it up before, and it always looked interesting to me. So I would, I would definitely be into a uh, Pikmin Four um, game coming out on the Switch this year. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So for me, I was gonna pick Animal Crossing, but <laughs> that was me kind of thinking like maybe something that could come out. I love Animal Crossing, but you already said it, so I'm gonna go with my other one, and that is Luigi's Mansion Three. Yeah. I want. 
Luigi's Mansion to come out. I want them to go back to one mansion, uh-huh. make it huge, and just give it like amazing graphics so it looks like a cartoon. Like make it in the same engine that Odyssey is made in or whatever. Yeah. And just just like give Luigi his time in the sun because he's what's he doing right now? He's floating around on balloons. Oh, on balloons, in, yeah. Uh, <laughs> in Odyssey, like. They're like, oh, you want Luigi? Well, here he is, just hanging around, doing nothing. So I want to see Luigi get his spotlight back, yeah, and uh, his pulser, pulser guys back, and I want to, I want to play that game. That's the game I want. That'd be he awesome. He is my second favorite character in the Mario universe, and I, uh, I, I, I just really was disappointed with the treatment he got for Mario Odyssey. Like he's just got a balloon mini game. I know. I yeah. was disappointed too. I was hoping that they were going to do like what they did with uh, Super Mario Bros. Wii U, where you got the Luigi, or the Luigi U, you know, so yeah. where you could actually go in and play Odyssey with Luigi. That was actually that like so cool. That's been that was the best treatment he got was the DLC for that game. Yeah, dude, that was awesome. It's like, and it made the game different because it made it like shorter chunks, and uh, with his jumping, like yep. it made it completely different. Yep, that's um, good. Um, I hope that if uh, Luigi's Mansion comes out, I want them to try the online multiplayer stuff again, but come up with a different mode. Um, yeah. Figure out, like, you know, because it'd be kind of cool to play, like, hide-and-seek kind of thing in the mansion. Mm-hmm. Like, have the entire mansion open and to be able to play this hide-and-seek game with up to 12 people if you wanted to. I Maybe think make some... Mario play hide-and-seek. There you go. Yeah. Where, where's Mario? <laughs> Mario! <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Balloons. Mm-hmm. So, who wants to go next on their topic? I don't care. Which one? Which one? Let's see. Um, Mike, I think you should do yours next. Okay. Yours, yours kind of ties into this anyway. And do we want to do all three, or do we want to save one for another day? Um, where? How? How long are we in? Like I don't know. Like an hour, 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 ten minutes. Yeah. Okay, quick behind the scenes thing. With three of us, how long are we going? Hour and a half? <laughs> sure. Okay. We're going, I don't care. Uh, we could probably just do mics <laughs> and then we'll just save uh, my other one for like next week since it yeah. kind of ties into 3DS and I have a game to play. So, yeah, sounds good. All right, go ahead, Mike. Cool. So, I had the question of what is the most important thing to you in a game? Stuff like, is it the story? The replayability of the game, immersiveness, the graphic fidelity, the frame rate. Uh, something that I didn't think of to add in there. Um, so, Tony, go ahead and go first. Okay, so for most games, especially Nintendo games, the most important thing to me is like how enjoyable it is. Okay. <laughs> A lot of times I would be, before I used to feel like I need to beat this game. If I start it, I need to beat it. And then I got to the point where it's like, I'm not going to beat a game that I'm not enjoying. So, um, fun. The fun factor is definitely is definitely one of them. And that's why I like Nintendo games, because they're always, they're always fun. They're lighthearted for the most part and kind of goofy, mm-hmm. like yours truly. And uh, <laughs> But when it comes to, like, games on PlayStation, it's always been, like, story, like, um, and, like, big set pieces. And that was part of the thing that made me feel... I was kind of in a slump with gaming the last like couple weeks. I was feeling a little burnt out by how many like, you know, pixel-lated like style indie games there were. 
So when we played Monster Hunter and started Monster Hunter, it kind of like, I'm like, oh yeah, big games, big set pieces, like exciting stuff, you know, a little bit of story there. And uh, it kind of took me out of my funk. After that, I felt like playing like all the games. I'm like, I don't care what it looks like. I want to play it. So it was just kind of refreshing, you know. So most of the time it's story, I'd say, besides fun. Fun and story. That'd be my answer. Like Last of Us is like a great game. And I really enjoyed that story. Cool. Sheldon? Um, so, like, when it comes down to, like, Nintendo games, I'm the same as Tony. Like, the gameplay. I like something that's um, simple and fun, like, as far as, like, how the game actually plays. Uh, because, you know, when you have a simple mechanic that's used in interesting ways, it's just, you know, like Mario Odyssey, the fact that you can change your costume. It's a really simple um, idea, but it's really fun to play with. So it, it's mainly gameplay for me. Um, and I guess that's kind of a cop out to say because it's a video game. Well, of course the gameplay is important, but you know, <laughs> it's, 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 I've, cause I've never gotten to stories because I've never been able to retain it for some reason. Um, certain games I have, but I would say the other thing, and this goes across all platforms is, um, unique fun multiplayer whether it's mm-hmm. online or couch co-op good multiplayer mm. cool how about you mike uh well for me and and this uh is a bigger answer is is for me it's just depending on what the game is um and and why i'm playing the game if it's a multiplayer game, it has to have replayability. Yeah. Um, Mario Kart, I love Mario Kart 8 because it is so... And pretty much any Mario Kart game is this way. Mario Kart games are replayable. You're playing the same tracks over and over and over again, but they still are fun, and it's because it's not all about the game that you're playing, the tracks that you're on. It's about the fun that you're having. It's about the people you're playing with. It's about trying to master this course that you've done 50, 100, 200 times. So the replayability is really important. But for me, if I'm picking a game just to play by myself, I'm really the story kind of guy. I love stories. Um, But something that I noticed recently is, um, uh, for those of you who don't know, my my brother hosts a podcast, and it's a PC gaming podcast. Um, so they are, you know, the, the master race people and, uh, they, they really value their, their graphics and their frame rates. And, um, having spent so much time listening to his show, I've started to learn a lot about how graphics work and how frame rates work. And so playing Monster Hunter World in the last few days, I started spinning around and I did it specifically just so I could see what the frame rate was. And I was like, this is not 60 frames per second. (laughs) And I was like, a year ago, I probably wouldn't have even noticed. And, and so I was just like, does this make the game any less fun? So I started playing through the game and it's really a lot of fun, despite the fact that I think it's only 30 frames per second on the PlayStation. It should be at 60 for what I'm playing, but it's it's still very fun. I'm still enjoying the story. It's still a very immersive. Um, so I just, you know, 
brought the topic because I thought, you know, everybody needs to kind of take a step back and, and, and remind themselves why they play video games. For most of us, it's not for the frame rate. It's not for the graphic fidelity. It's for things like the story. It's for things like the fun. It's for things like the immersiveness. It's for things like the, the replayability. And and so I knew we would all three be on that same that same page, but I uh, I just wanted to, to bring that kind of talking point a little bit to to say that the games are are only as fun as the fun you're having, not as fun as the, the graphics tell you it is. Yeah, and I, I totally agree there because I I don't know. I guess graphic like graphics have always been a discussion that's came up with with games since gaming started, I guess. But it seems more or less nowadays, like I guess the older I get and the people that I've surrounded myself with, like you guys and, you know, the make us better guys or whatever, you hardly ever really hear many of those people bring up, you know, the graphic fidelity of a game. Um but you hear a lot of it with the snarky people that are hiding behind a a username on IGN. And I, I, I kind of want to ask you guys how you felt about like that whole, that whole debate, like as far as graphics go, like, where do you think that stems from? Like, why do people think that just because, I mean, this, so like the Xbox, oh, well, it's running this game and it runs it at, you know, 60 frames per second. And it looks so much better here than it does on the PlayStation because the PlayStation has, you know, a smudge. Um, what... I guess I don't, I guess I've never really fully understood how, I guess because, like you said, you know, I look at a game differently. Like Mike said, I play a game because of how much fun I have playing the game. And I don't, I guess I don't focus as much on the graphics. So I guess I don't understand um, people's thoughts, I guess, when they're arguing frame rates and stuff. And it might be because I don't fully understand all of it either. I, I will say this. Um, Frame rate is important to the enjoyability of a game to a point. Yes, but and, I mean, the human eye, any average person, the human eye can't detect, a human eye can't detect 60 frames per second. Like you can't, if it, between 30 and 60, normal person's never going to notice. As long as you're not, your game's not glitching. You're never going to notice the 30 to the oh, 60. Oh, I mean, I can tell the difference between 30 and 60, but the the point that I'm trying to make is frame rate matters when it dips below 30. Yeah. And and um, the thing is, like, when Zelda re released last year, the game sometimes would screech down to a, a zero frames per second until yeah. they patched it. And that was, I mean... That makes a difference. For a game they worked so long on, that shouldn't have been happening. No. And, I mean, for the sake of this discussion, I mean, anything under 30, if it's happening frequently, I mean, that's going to screw up the game because that really changes the way the game's working. It's not fluid. So that I can understand. But if a game's running yeah. a solid 30, I mean, I don't, yeah. think, I don't think it really makes much of a difference at that point. I mean, unless – and I understand people <clears> – <throat> I mean, it kind of boils down to, I guess, an art thing, you know. Um, people want the highest quality uh, graphics that something can put out, I guess. I mean, that's why PC sells so well. Um, yeah. I think when it comes to like first person shooters, you want it to probably be 60, but I'd rather it be 
locked at 30 if it runs well. That's that's the most important thing is if yeah. it can run well. And other than that, it doesn't really matter to me frames per second. I yeah. don't really care I think, as long I as think... I'm having a good time and the game is programmed well and it is running well. Like with, with Doom, that's a perfect yeah, yeah. example. Like Doom, yeah. it's a solid frame rate and it it's 30, but it looks fine to me and it works. I think the most important place for something like frame rate is going to be VR. Because if you have dips in the frame rate, it's going to make it'll take it, you out of the experience. Oh yeah, it'll take yeah. you out of the it'll experience be very for off-putting. one. And I mean, the majority of people are going to get like a seasickness from that because when you're constantly have something that close to your eyes jolting, I mean, it'd be like real life and something just jolts. I mean, it's it's going to be off-putting and make a game unplayable. Yeah. I agree. That was a good topic. I like I yeah. like talking about that. Well, we're done with the topics, it seems. So, do you guys have any uh, shout-outs or anything that you want to say before the end of the show? Um, I got a shout-out again, once again, for Mr. Uh... Oh, damn it. Don't forget his name. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kojak. 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 Mr. Kojak gave us a generous donation for Tony for his birthday mm-hmm. during the, the during the Mario Kart stream. So, thank you, Kojak. You are... A gentleman and a scholar. That's right. Any uh, shout-outs for you, Mike? Uh, my shout-out goes to... Oh, I just had it a second ago. I lost it. Oh, yeah, I remember it now. My shout-out goes to uh, Sodomancer, who's putting in yeah. some work on the reviews. Uh, and he, he's going to be putting up a review for us. We, uh, we got a review for Bridge Constructor Portal, and he'll be uh, reviewing that game for us this week. Perfect. Dang, that was yeah, dude, he stole got, mine. <laughs> I was gonna say he has, you know, that's something to look forward to. Um, we've been all been working a lot on the website, and um, thank you to Sodomancer. We will have, um, you know, new content up every um, every day, pretty much for the next probably couple weeks. So, you know, there's gonna be a lot of content coming out there. Plus, um, Tony's review, Mike's reviews, my reviews, and uh, some other article pieces that we were talking about. Yeah, so there's lots of things going on right now for uh, Quest for Pixels. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at Quest for Pixels. That's the number four. And you can follow us all individually. I'm at Tony Baker 87 And Sheldon, where are you at? I am at Nintenshell. And Magic Mike, where are you at? I'm at MikeBC1985. Awesome. So make sure you catch all our uh, all our streams mostly on Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. We have our scheduled streams. We got Splatterday night. We got Friday, which is our revolving. And we got Sunday, which is Mario Kart. So make sure to tune into those. So uh, Friday nights, I think we're going to try and work in Monster, Monster Hunter, Hunter. Because, drum roll, we have another game giveaway. So oh, my goodness. We are doing a Gleam giveaway for all you wonderful, awesome people that have been supporting us um we're giving away a physical copy it's a north american physical copy of monster hunter world for the ps4 so if you Woo. go over to our uh that's either, the hotness right now guys heck yeah and you can play with us we we need two or we need one more hunter for for our party so um you can go over to the website the questforpixels.com and there will be a link up there for the giveaway also it'll be pinned on our twitter channel awesome so make sure to enter that uh giveaway and you'll be seeing that up 
pretty shortly, I think. By the time you're listening to this or watching, you'll, yes. it'll be up. You will be able to find it when you're listening to this. The, oh, I guess right. there'll, be, there'll be a link to it, too, in the descriptions. Awesome. Well, thanks, everybody, for watching or listening, and we hope to see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.